On this episode of the Too Many Books podcast, we review Creating Community by Andy Stanley and Bill Willits. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Too Many Books, a strongchurch.org podcast where we talk about that stack of books that's sitting on your desk and tell you which ones we think should go to the top or be ignored altogether. Uh, I am your host, Jack 2.0, joined as always by Jack 1.0. Jack, how are you doing? Doing great. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I uh, decided to break the uh, the uh, .0 nicknames back out. That's right. It's been a while. I, yeah, I feel like... Uh, uh, ben Kenobi and A New Hope. You know, Obi-Wan, <laughs> that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> nobody uses it. We we had the perfect system and nobody cares. Uh, I'm blaming about, about your that. wife and my sister for ending that one. Yeah, and they just say Jack, and then what are we supposed to do? Answer. They just don't turn around anymore. Yeah. yeah. The... <laughs> Welcome back to the <clears throat> show. Uh, we're excited to be back reviewing another book with you all. Uh, today's is Creating Community. Uh, by Andy Stanley and Bill Willits, uh, Five Keys to Building a Small Group Culture. Uh, this was one of those books that uh, we, we talk about why why we chose to read this. I actually went to a seminar that Andy Stanley did uh, and bought this book there. I liked a lot of what he had to say, not everything, but a lot of what he had to say. And so I thought, I got to buy this book. I got to read it because I'm interested in how he develops uh, the small groups uh, where he is with North North Point and all the ministries connected to that church uh, and uh, trying to see what things I can implement where I'm at. Uh, For those of you that aren't familiar, uh, Andy Stanley is a preacher for uh, a, I believe it's in Georgia, Atlanta, For those yeah. who aren't familiar, includes myself. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's it's Georgia at the North Point Community Church, but uh, what they've did is really, I think it's unique. I think they're kind of the first to do this weird thing of they kind of absorb a lot of other churches that want to be involved in what they do and part of their, their structure and organization. Uh, and you can just apply to be a part of North Point Ministries. And so... Uh, this book addresses that to some degree. We even got that sales pitch at the uh, at the seminar thing I went to. Uh, but this book addresses how they carry that out through all of the churches that fall under their umbrella generally, and then how specifically some of them do those things. So uh, very interesting read for sure, and a very good one, I think, for small groups and building community where you are. Uh, I want to read this back description, and then we can get into the uh, we can get into the pieces of it. Imagine a network of small groups that actually multiply every twelve to twenty-four months. Imagine a network of small groups led by men and women who truly understand their role as shepherd and facilitator. Imagine a church model that quickly integrates nearly every member into a dynamic, committed small group. Possible, absolutely. That's that's the. Uh, that's the back jacket. Sounds like a John Lennon song, uh, but it's uh, it, it was enough to catch my attention to say, "Hey, this is this is worth reading." All right. So, as a, a minister, as a small church minister, what about that book? I know you mentioned the convention you went to, um, but what specifically about the topic and the angle he was going for interest you? Why did you choose that book? 
So I've read a few books, and we even talked about you know letters to the church not long ago, mm-hmm. and how it addresses the small group idea, but he's also coming from a big church background. And there have been some other books that we'll probably review in the future uh, that you and I have talked about kind of personally, where we read it and we go, hey, that's great if your church is a thousand people, but it's not where I am. And so what do I do? And even though this is a a massive uh, church group that he's a part of, uh, it does speak to smaller groups and how to get those groups, whether it's a church of a hundred or a church of a thousand plus, how to get it into community and small group. And so uh, I picked it up ultimately because I thought it was a book that I could actually use where I am at a church of a little over a hundred. All right. So what did you like about it? What, what do you think you can take from it and and put into use and what info did you, yeah, what'd you like about it? All right. So most for me so far, we've got five likes. There's a, there's a lot of things about this book. I like, um, the first is simply put, it was very clear is an easy to read book. I read through it very quickly, uh, and I've not been reading through books as fast as I used to, but this was one that I just blazed through um, because the writing was very well done, very clear as to what they're trying to accomplish, and uh, very clear as to just how it was written and, and all that. It was it was great. And there's a, there's a quote later on in the book, uh, about page 167, close to the end, uh, without the appropriate resources, no group system uh, will ever get off the ground. And it that's one of the quotes that highlight, okay, this isn't just here's the theory, but here is the practical part of the theory. Here's how it's implemented. Here's what everybody needs to understand and be on board with. And so it it didn't just present a need and a way to address the need. It was very clear in how to actually do this stuff and pull it off. So clear and practical. Uh, the first couple likes there, I kind of mix those together. Um, another like, one of the major ones, and that has been a trend with a lot of the books that we've talked about. Uh, it is a call to church as it was, in, it was intended to be. Uh, you know, you think Acts 2, and they become all these Christians, and they're away from home, most of them, uh, for Pentecost, and they have all things in common. They're sharing all the, And that's the idea behind what they're trying to accomplish with these groups. Uh, and there is continual pushback to what did the church look like, and how did it function, and how can we be like that today? Uh, especially in a world, the the first section of the book, and it's divided up into five sections. First section just talks about people need community, and we are getting away from people. Uh, he even, his wife is involved in uh, realty. I believe it's his wife who's mentioned here uh, in that opening chapter, uh, but said that we went away from porches at the front of our houses because you would your neighbor would encounter you as they were walking by mm-hmm. and you'd strike up a conversation and all of a sudden be eating together. Uh, that now houses are being built with seclusion and being cut off in mind. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the culture we're living in. Uh, but people are still not built that way. We are wired to be with others. And uh, that's what the church looks like as we go through the New Testament. And so there's a call and pushback to those things. And to kind of extend with that, uh, one of our issues with letters to the church when we reviewed it was we wish that it was a little more 
hands-on and practical and how to implement it, not just saying, hey, there's a problem and we should do something about it, uh, but that how do we really implement that where I am? Uh, and I think this book answers a lot of those questions. Uh, so especially as like a follow-up to Francis Chan's Letters to the Church, I think this is a great book to follow with to get the practical side of those things. All right. Uh, there's a lot to like about that, you know, especially what you said about, uh, you know, we are built for community. Uh, the, the loneliness epidemic you hear about and social media doesn't help. And, you know, uh, that, I think that's an advantage the church has in the world today is people need people. Uh, and if we, mm-hmm. if we really commit to the Acts 2 kind of thing you were talking about, that uh, we can offer something that they just don't have and, and be able to bring them to the, Jesus through that. All right. Uh, so lots to like about it. What did you dislike? couple things. One of them is not so much a dislike of me, but one that I think will turn some people off to the book. Uh, the, the, the thing I actually disliked was uh, the way that they talk about it is uh, like the leadership structure of everything and how it all works. Even the back jacket, uh, imagine a network of small groups led by men and women who truly understand their role as shepherd and facilitator. That would include women in a shepherd role sort of thing. Uh, and the way they, of course, talk about pastors and shepherds and all those things is not uh, at least what I believe the Bible lays it out mm-hmm. to be. And there's this, it's a weird hierarchical structure of here's how we think things should work. Uh, and so you have to be, as you're reading that, you have to kind of convert into Bible terms of, okay, that's not how this works. And so how would we fit this into what the actual biblical model of leadership right. is? Um, but I still think it's worth reading, even though you have to do that work. Uh, the The dislike that I think a lot of people are going to struggle with, though, is it's very businessy in its terms. Uh, our our uh, kitchen to foyer strategy, mm-hmm. like it, it uses those types of things. Here's our, our ministry strategy and here's our, our small group uh, strategy and how we pull off the goals and uh, set our uh, uh, set our schedules to make it is just very rigid and it it feels a little more planned out maybe than at least in terminology than than things ought to be and it's gonna bug a lot of people when they read about okay the church isn't a business why are you talking about right. it like a business um, if, if you can look past those things. I think you should look past those things as you're reading this, but I understand that that might be troublesome for a lot of people as they're reading right. it. Uh, so, but that's really it. There, there wasn't anything where I went, "Whoa, that's you know blatantly wrong." Other than how the leadership was, there wasn't anything doctrinally that I'm like, "Oh, I don't want to give this to somebody because they'll they'll jump off baptism or something like that." It so very. Uh, very light as far as dislikes go, I would say, right. overall. You know, the business thing, I was just thinking about that before we got on, uh, because with Andy Stanley, uh, Tom Rainer, some of the Lifeway guys, uh, they're all going in the mm-hmm. same direction as, like, Francis Chan, that we re- we reviewed one of his books, and David Platt and people like that, but they are a little more businessy, and so, you know, we talk a lot about spitting out the bones. I think that is one thing to you know, trying not to be so corporate about it. But again, the ideas are still moving in the same direction, which is a good direction. And so, you know, uh, like you said, something to watch out for, but certainly uh, enough good there to offset that. Uh, all right. So yeah. your rating, uh, what, what would you give it out of 10? 
Now, this book is a 9 out of 10 for me. Oh, if, wow. if you are looking for... I want to build a closer knit community within the church kind of thing. And I hope you're looking for that, but it's more again for like ministers who are wanting to try to implement or the, the leadership of a church trying to implement something as opposed to somebody who's not in charge of something like that, of trying to form those things. But uh, if, if that is something that you're wanting to grow a, a culture you're trying to cultivate in your church, I think you, you have to read this one. It's it's far too practical to ignore, uh, and it's it's just very well written. Wow! So nine, nine out of ten, 10 is me. that our our highest so far in the podcast? I think so. We've been pretty like we haven't given a really low score yet, right? Um, man, I feel sorry for the book that hits the the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the first really sub score. five. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think nine is probably the highest uh, that we've given. I might be too generous. I don't know. But uh, I think it, it was really good. I read through it very quickly, and I learned a lot from it. It was uh-huh. very useful. So. That says a lot. So if you're listening, nine out of ten, that's uh, that's certainly one to either put in your stack. If you've got it in your stack, move it to the top, of course. So Yeah, and if, if you've read it, Tell us what you thought about it. Uh, you know, obviously, maybe you haven't read it. The episode just came out, so you're too late to kind of read it with us. But uh, if you have read it, what do you think about the book? Let us know in the comments. Send us uh, send us a message as well, uh, strongchurchministries at gmail.com or on the Strong Church Facebook page, and we will get to you. And Or just reach out to us personally if we're your friend on Facebook. You know, I don't know. We'll talk to you wherever. We like talking about books. That's why we did a whole podcast on talking about books. That's right. Um, we are available on, thanks to 1.0 over there, uh, iTunes, Google, Android, and anywhere that you get your podcasts, we're there. Like Any podcast app, whatever, it's going to pop up. I've got one. It pops up every time I upload stuff to SoundCloud. It's great. I get to listen to my own stuff again. I don't do that. <laughs> uh, Uh, But it's available anywhere that you want to get your podcast. Be sure to visit strongchurch.org as well for more uh, content to help you become spiritually strengthened. Uh, Once again, uh, thanks for listening. Our next book for review is one that 1.0 read. Uh, What is that book? Building a Discipling Culture by Mike Breen. All right, that's two weeks from now. We will uh, review that book. And so if you want to join along with us, go get that, read it, and... uh, Join us in the comments. Tell us what you think about that after well, we review it. And if you subscribe on one of whatever your podcast app is, you don't even have to look for the update. It will show up on your phone. So make sure and go ahead and subscribe. There you go. Uh, we'll see you next time. Happy reading.